The Ringer Gambling Feed is your one-stop shop for all things betting throughout the NFL season from week one all the way through Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. We have you covered every which way. We got our favorite futures. We got props. We'll discuss the lines. And of course, we'll throw in a few parlays. That's a given. So whether you're a sharp or a square better, we'll be breaking it down in terms hopefully everybody can understand and we'll try to win some money along the way. So be sure to subscribe to the Ringer Gambling feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Welcome to the Ringer Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz, and I'm joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck, who is back. We're back. We're going through our must-add players after week 10. Here's how it works. We're going to go through position by position. We're just going to pick our top guy at that position, but then we're going to fight over who gets the guy. So we're going to do trivia, and it's a tiebreaker. It's not that complicated. You'll figure it out, I promise. Email us at ringerfantasyfootball at gmail.com. If you want to send us trivia questions, we love an inside joke. We love us something about a cloist box or an old, random, old-timey person or, you know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. DK's at Danny B. Kelly on Twitter. He's a waiver column. Also at fantasyfootball.thereo.com. That goes live Wednesday. A lot of plugs. Weird order. Craig's at Craig Horlbeck on Twitter. I'm Danny underscore Heifetz. God, we're going into week 11 now. That's pretty crazy. The team's on by. It's fine. Atlanta Falcons, Colts, Patriots, Saints. It's fine. Like your running backs, it's like you lose Bijan, Ramondre, Kamara, John Taylor. Other than that, Oh, no, it's like Chris Olave, Michael Pittman, Taysom Hill. It's fine for a bye week. Like, it's like the best you could possibly Could be worse. If, could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Yeah. So, without further ado, DK, please give us your number one running back waiver wire ad entering week 11. Sweet. Uh, I want to preface this with saying if Devin Singletary is out there, he just he's above our threshold here, but he should definitely be picked up. Um, that being said, I'm going to go with Ty Chandler for the Vikings. Who you guys got? I did the same thing. I also did the same thing. Sweet. Wow. Tai Chi on the showdown time off the top. Are we going to talk about him after showdown time then, I assume? Want to do the showdown and then come back around, explain yeah. why we did Ty, and then... Let's do it. Yeah, sure. All right. It is the Ty Chandler showdown time. Woo! I wish we could hear the gong, but we can't. <laughs> I mean, Kai we could, that. but it's like a pain <laughs> in the ass for Kai to do that. But. Yeah. This is from Austin. 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 Our Austin? No. Maybe? There's so many. Do you know how many Austins there are? I don't know. There's, how many? Yeah, is that the trivia question? <laughs> Someone can send that in. The whole trivia thing started because we were guessing where Nick Foles is from, and then it turned out Austin, but we got <laughs> oh, the yeah. mileage. Like, we built a perfect 
triangle. Equilateral <laughs> triangle. Of the war of the United so States. The lore. How many, from Austin, how many times is Sonny said in the first Godfather Hey, movie? you nailed it. This is a good how one. many times is the name Sonny said? Or Sonny. It's up to, I mean, it's up to interpretation, really. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so. Scholars maintain. In the All first right. Godfather movie. Okay. I think I got an answer. Three, two, one. Six. 25. Six, I said. Six is low. Well, he dies like uh, halfway through the movie. Spoilers, Spoiler. Craig. It came out 50 years ago. <laughs> if DK is right, then I don't think I should be shamed. If it's only six times in a three-hour movie, then I feel like it's fine. That Again, six he times. dies halfway through. But uh, <laughs> I said I said 18. What did you say? I said 25, which feels very high now. All right, so did you know answer? he dies? Now I'm a little worried. Yeah, I saw the movie. The Tobol. Well, you didn't oh, know how to pronounce his name. Be, so I don't know. <laughs> the answer is 44. Oh, Ooh. 44. Wow. I, thought that I felt like this was a trick question. That's why I went low. But that makes uh, more sense. It's like, it's, it's funny. The trivia actually ends up being a lot like if you have a league with free agent auction bidding, which is hilarious because it, it's a better way of doing waivers because it's just everyone has the same amount of money. But sometimes someone will bid like $80 on a running back, but then no one else bid. And that's how <laughs> yeah, I feel sometimes when we're just so wrong on these answers. I get Ty Chandler. It's hilarious, though, that not only did we all lowball how much they said the name Sonny, you guessed the highest number, and it was, in fact, higher than that. And yet you're <laughs> the one who mispronounces his name. Sonny? I would never. That's crazy they say it 44 times in, in like, half a movie. I've never mispronounced the name. I get Tit Chandler. The, uh, no, so Ty Chandler running back for the Vikings. Alex Madison has a concussion. And then Cam Akers already tore his Achilles. Mm -hmm. So Cam Akers is done. And if Alex Madison can't play, it's like what, Tyler Chandler and Miles Gaskin? And he had a touchdown this week. So I feel like Ty Chandler just might be starting running back this week and also might just split with Madison the rest of the season. Well, they're, and they're playing the Broncos on Sunday Night Football, which uh, should not go understated. The Broncos are terribly def terrible defensively. And even before Madison got hurt, Chandler was mixing in. They were basically yep. splitting carries in the first half. And then, and then Madison went down with a concussion in the third quarter. So... Um, look, I, again, it's not like Ty, Ty Chandler's an elite talent or anything like that, but in the same way that Madison was like, he's there and that's his best quality, Ty Chandler's there. Madison and Ty Chandler are like the the poorest possible version of Zeke and Tony Pollard, where like Alex Madison is <laughs> right. pretty plotting and not good, and Ty Chandler, in comparison, is like like a revelation. When he's you got watch the him. juice. He's got the juice. I've always liked this guy ever since they drafted The whole him, team so. has the juice. Yeah, I'm excited to see this. All right. So I get Ty Chandler, Craig. You get you get second. DK gets the dregs of God, his six mentions. I've been Sonny really the struggling with the, the trivia lately. I know. I, I'm I'm keeping tally. I haven't added it all up yet. I don't. If we want like a status check, I can give one next week. But I think I'm I don't know last. who's winning. Um, man, I'm between Keaton Mitchell for the Ravens and Zach Charbonnet for the Seahawks. Um, Is Charbo still out there? Wow. Yeah. People have just been ignoring us. <laughs> I guess people who play ESPN leagues don't listen to our show because he's 39% rostered there. Okay. So Keith Mitchell, for context for the Ravens, had one of the weirdest stat lines I can ever remember, which is his first carry was a 39-yard touchdown. And then the next drive, he got a 32-yard catch. And then he got two more carries the rest of the game for negative five yards, which I don't know how many times that's ever happened. Have two 30-plus-yard touches and then two that got negative and then that's it without an injury. I think he's, I mean, he had a hamstring injury coming into the week and I, I think he wasn't 100% healthy because, yeah, he had four touches. And they're playing Cincinnati on Thursday night. I think I'm going to go with Charbonnet. They're playing the Rams and Charbonnet is 100% is the passing down guy now. He has replaced DJ Dallas. He plays 
all the two minute drills, all the third and longs. And the Seahawks um, have just like run a ton of plays and have been in negative game scripts a lot lately. The Seahawks have actually run uh, the second most plays in the two minute drill. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, in the last two weeks. And so that's how Charbonnet's really taken off. So um, it's a more even split now. Like Kenneth Walker is truly just like the first and second down guy. And then Charbonnet's the third down guy. They're playing the Rams. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I'm going to stick with Charbonnet. I think it's a little bit safer. I, I don't know. I don't trust anything that's going on in Baltimore's backfield ever. Yeah, I get that. It's a three-man backfield where the best running back is actually the quarterback. So it's like yeah. a four-man backfield nightmare. Yeah, but they've really been running him a lot, it feels like. But I, that, all that is true. I'm still going to take Heat Mitchell just because look at the man. He's freaking good. I mean, he's explosive as fuck. Um, and so I like to kind of at least, at the very least, put those guys on my bench and see if it you know, pans out that they're getting a lot of touches. Obviously, this last week was a little bit disappointing. Four touches, but he did score a touchdown. So that's great. Um, so I'm going to go. He looked Keith, really Keith good on the touchdown, too. I mean, he's Everyone like a- Devon Achan level burst and speed. You know, it's like. Like if Achan is Ricky Bobby, then Keaton Mitchell's like Cal Naughton. Right. It's like a poor man's version. But I'm, I just want to see what he can do in this offense. So I'm at very least putting him on my bench. And if they can make it a two person backfield versus like a three or four, like you were saying, if it's, then that's where he starts to become much more valuable down the stretch. Um, the other guy I would mention here. Well, there's a couple guys. I would mention Rico Dowdle for the Cowboys who has been playing very well in contrast to our boy, Tony Pollard, who God. has just been really struggling uh, efficiency-wise. And there's a chance here that the Cowboys decide to start using Dowdle a lot more. And I honestly, that'd probably be good for Pollard. Like, it would probably be a situation where Pollard gets better if they start using Dowdle more. Do you think so, Do you think Pollard is the biggest whiff of this show's history? I think... Yes. Because we were that. all aligned. It's not like a Josh Jacobs thing where like it was that was just a Heifetz thing. This was all three think, of us yeah, said no. on the Bill Simmons this podcast is, is our favorite player in the in the draft. Yeah, this we is were the only people the in fantasy that like. Remember when uh, Matt Barry always jokes about how like he like said Michael Vick should be the number one pick in the draft and that was like his biggest miss. I feel like that or this is our Vic. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine to say this is the biggest whiff. Buy low though. <laughs> Hold the line. We're going to the moon. <laughs> the only thing worse is selling low, and then we should just do a whole buy high sell low thing. Just let's just never talk about Tony Pollard again is the deal, I think. People are sick <laughs> Everyone of it. would love that. I will say Rico Dowdle, you could actually just play this week because the Cowboys are playing the Panthers and the Panthers run D. Like that game never a normal will be very game. competitive. Yeah. Either they really the Cowboys really don't play normal crazy. games. I so Dowdle probably has just as good of a chance to score as Pollard does. So I and then also just if anything happens to Pollard, or maybe the Cowboys starting running back job is just cursed. And whoever the backup is is just like gets to be the blue mountain. Well, what do you, State I mean? Zeke was guy. amazing for like six straight years. What are you talking about? Not six. He was amazing for three, and then he was bad for three. What? You you give him okay? You give him bad for three years, even in <laughs> fantasy terms. He declined. Last year he had twelve touchdowns, <laughs> <laughs> and then they replaced him, and he went to New England. Yeah, but the guy who replaced him is terrible. All right, the guy who replaced him broke his leg in this year, (laughs) which I will never, ever just be like, that's fine ever again. Uh, That's my memento tattoo for this year. No broken legs in the year of for a guy who has to run in his job title. Anyway, Rico Daddle. The other guys who I think are a one-week fill-in, like if you do have a Camara, Jonathan Taylor, you know, those Bijan, those guys who run by. Daryl Henderson for the Rams or Royce Freeman, which is a real, like, you know what? Sometimes Tommy Pickles, a baby's got to do what a baby's got to do. Like, it's not pretty. It's short-term. It's just a little fling. Like, Kyron Williams is probably back in week 12, but week 11, it's like, they're here. Daryl Henderson's there. They're on waivers. They exist and they will play and they'll get 12 touches. And if that's all you can do, that's all you can do. That's fine. 
Yeah, uh, more stashes. <laughs> Obviously, wow, that Ty was like J- the least enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. in the history of the well, show. Are you talking about Rams running backs here? <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm just saying, if you literally just need someone for this week, that's who. But if I wouldn't take him in any other context, if you have the room for a stash, the other guy's another guy that we just keep saying, but Tajay Spears for the Titans. Yeah, the Titans have the third easiest schedule uh, in the playoffs for fantasy running backs. So, if something ever we're happens like, to Derrick Henry, we're at the point of the season where it feels like we're saying the same guys every week. This is the state of the waiver wire. Can I give a tiebreaker, though? I, I think the game theory for handcuffing running backs, it's like if you want that upside guy, and again, with the idea that your bench, you want like a lot of, if they're going to hit, they're going to hit big. I like to look at, if you're like a contending team, I like to look at the one or two other teams that are really, like your competition. And if that team has Ken Walker, then I want Charbonnet. Or if that team has Derrick Henry, then I want Tajay Spears, because it's like if there's an injury, then they get weaker and your team gets stronger. So it's just like a tiebreaker if you can't pick. Joe Mixon, Travion Williams for the Bengals, like, He's there. Kenneth Gainwell for the Eagles if the guy is swift. Like you could just, it's just like sometimes it can flip yeah, a matchup. A, that's a good one. Wide receiver, number one wide receiver entering week 11. Uh, this one's tough. I don't feel good about any of these. I guess I'll just go with Noah Brown for the Texans. Steal your, you don't feel good about Noah Brown idea. and like 320 yards in the last two weeks? Right. Correct. That's, that's what I, that's, I do not feel good about him having 150 yards again. But you know what? As you said last week, Maybe he'll do it again. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. It's cheating. I, I I have Brandon Cooks here, and I don't know if that should count or not. He's like 39% on Yahoo, and it's like tomato, tomato. They both had an incredible week. But I, mean, I know what Brown counts. and Cooks are the two best. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll do Cooks just because I know Cooks is starting. We can talk about that. We could do a little showdown. But my I chose Cooks just because number three receiver this week, but I was looking at the fantasy playoffs. I think that I know Cooks is going to play, whereas in Houston, Noah Brown, I don't know what the deal is. There's right. a lot of competition. But the fantasy playoffs, week 15, Cowboys are playing the Bills. Then 16, Cowboys are playing the Dolphins. 17, the championship week, Cowboys are playing the Lions. Those are like shootouts. And I was like, damn, like Brandon Cooks can play for you this week, but also like I just like having him like filling in for them too. So that yeah. was my choice. Cooks has a really good track record, which is the opposite of Noah Brown, who didn't really do anything until like a month ago. Um but that being said, I mean, if you look at his his numbers, he's had five plus targets in each of his last four games. And so he's definitely a big part of this offense. This is a good a good quarterback, like we talked about with CJ Stroud and ascending offense. Seems like they're very reliant on their their passing game because their run game has been hit very hit or miss. So, you know, there's a lot of variables that are working in favor of Noah Brown, even though it does look like Nico Collins will be back soon. So Stroud is sick. Yeah, Stroud's yeah. Awesome. MVP. They've never, the Texans basically all year have never had all four of their top receivers healthy. Nico Collins, Noah Brown, Tank Dell, and Robert Woods. There's always like one guy out for three weeks. Oh, yeah. So that's why the other three have been able to like fill in. So maybe now, um, if Nico Collins is back next week, this will be the first time I think all four have been on the field uh, this year. So who's the odd man out? It's probably Robert Woods, but it's a lot of mouths yeah. to feed. Also, Dalton Schultz, tight end. They are playing the Cardinals though. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the guy who's hot. I like Cooks. Cooks is uh, like solid, but they're so hit or miss. Dallas, it's just such a, they're such a weird team. It's like they, they just like, it's like they go in deciding who's going to have a good game before the game actually starts. Like <laughs> the week before this one, Brandon Cooks had one catch for seven yards. Well, they never picked Tony Pollard. That's the part they're punishing. Now him. Milton, just pass. He doesn't get a touchdown. <laughs> so the, I will say the Noah Brown thing's weird because I get what you're saying, DK, where it's like there, there's all this competition and maybe he won't deliver but also his last two games would would have been the third best season of his career like literally <laughs> okay. the last two games were better than any of his first four seasons so i we're doing that way you will ride the hot hand the coach thing let's ride the hot hand here all right so noah brown showdown time yeah me and dk let's do it it is the Whoa. noah brown showdown time 
Oh, wow. What a f- we heard the gong. He played the, the gong. Kai's wow. just so full of surprises these days. Look who's growing up. That really did invigorate me. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> wow. a different person. So much better like than we can hear that. Very, that rattled like me to my core. Almost. Yeah. Well, everyone now yeah. is listening is probably like, wow, they haven't heard the gong. They just added it after. And maybe they feel lied to. But I'm like, yeah, this is just this is That's showbiz, crazy. baby. Yeah. It's all AI now. <laughs> it's not even our real voices. All right. This one's from Mike. 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 Mickey. It, is, that, is, is that a thing? Yes, we talked about this. <laughs> Mickey is short for Michael. That's just someone who did what I did with Sonny, but with Mikey. Like they were like, they read with the K and they read it as Mickey. And then they had to add the C to sound not like they were stupid. So you think it was Mikey Mouse? I, we're not doing this. Michael again. M. Mouse. Yeah. My, <laughs> probably. Michael Mouse was my father. Please tell me Mickey. I feel like this podcast has abandoned all of Rocket City. So my trivia question is, how many games did the Rocket City Trash Pandas win in 2023? Oh, no. I don't even know how many games minor league teams play. Do they also play 162? That's the hard part. Do they play that many? Man, no. I have no uh, idea now that I think about it. Like, how, are they triple A, double A, single A? Are they like a farm league? I forget. I, I don't remember. They're probably double A or triple A. All right. Were they good? Were they good last year? I don't know if they played 162 games, so I'm going to go with... Uh, DK, you ready? Okay, yeah. Three, Three. two, one. 45. Whoa! Wow. We were close. I said 42. He said 45. The answer is 27. All right. Damn it. I finally fucking won one of these things. Fucking trash pandas are trash. <laughs> <laughs> my, my instinct is that these minor leagues... Oh, they had 42 losses. <laughs> these teams oh. don't play... They don't play as many games yet. That's so they go. were 27 and 46. They what absolutely they? rocked. What level they're are the they? Southern, they're, they're, they're the Southern League North Division. That means nothing. And, and then they're, they, they're, uh, as opposed to the Southern League South, which is funny. So they, they play 69 games in a season? Oh, wow. That's such commitment to the bit. Yeah, I guess they do. That's crazy. <laughs> huh. That's like aggressive commitment to the bit. They lost to the Tennessee Smokies who won the Southern League North. The best <laughs> names in sports are minor league baseball teams. Not even yeah. close. All right, so I get Noah um, Brown. The Biloxi Shuckers took the Southern League North, I think. Southern League South, sorry. The yeah. Biloxi Shuckers. Yeah, you get Noah Brown, DK. Craig, I have Brandon Cooks. You have to, now you have to pick from the dregs. Um, I'm between two. I'll work them out on air live. Michael Wilson for the Cardinals. Mm. Now with Kyler back, he, pretty, he was like an inch away from a touchdown last week. I think if he scored it, we'd be probably putting him higher on this list. He only had three catches for 34 yards, but Kyler Murray looked all right. And um, they obviously won. And we've already seen Trey McBride kind of break out at tight end now. And it's like, look, if Kyler can get back to even a portion of what he used to be, Michael Wilson could have a solid uh, stretch to finish the year. And then the other guy I'm thinking about, God, I guess there's a lot. Quinn Johnston scored a touchdown. He is on the Chargers, rookie. He's basically, shouts out Kai, TCU. He's basically a full-time starter. I don't necessarily know how good he is. He, I, he missed a big block on a play and he clearly just like seems like he doesn't really know what he's doing out there. Mm-hmm. But he's he's athletic and he's a playmaker and Keenan Allen banged up his shoulder. Mike Williams is out. Josh Palmer is out. Uh, Gerald, Gerald Everett Everett's is beat up. up. Yeah. Like they don't have anybody and they're playing Green Bay. So uh, I still think he has the most like blow up potential. I think like he could have a Noah Brown like run where he just like starts ripping off Four well, catches a, yeah. for 120 yards. I agree you could have a Noah Brown-like guy. run. Does nothing for six years, and then seven years from now just has like this incredible two-game stretch. 
You know what's funny now is I, I, I'm like thinking of this this exercise differently now that I know that what is on the line is Kai eating mac and cheese. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, what is like? I'm almost wanting to go safer now. I don't know if I should shoot for the stars. He's eating the mac and cheese. That's locked in. It's you know getting to pick the next thing. I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Quentin Johnson. Yeah. All right, that's fair. So Keaton Allen got banged up, but you're right. Where Mike Williams is hurt too. I, I, my only Palmer thing is like. Rest of the season, you want Quentin Johnson the upside, but I'm like, this week, under my head, I'm like, Jalen Guyton for the Chargers. Like, that's my only concern. Where you're right. It's like, he's just this boom bust guy. I'm going for upside. Yeah. The other one I'd say, you mentioned Chargers playing the Packers. Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs and Jaden Reed are both, like, pretty solid options. Dobbs is probably more rostered than Reed, but Jaden Reed's, like, a, I I mean, at times, looks like one of their better receivers. Maybe Dobbs Dobbs is still under 40% uh, on ESPN. You know... Romeo Dobbs is tied for third in the league in touchdowns at the wide receiver position. He has six. <laughs> really? And the Packers have always, always had one guy at some time that has just scored way more touchdowns than was ever made sense. Like James Jones did it. And then Jordy Nelson did it forever. And then Devonte Adams. Like they have this like weird streak of someone on the Packers that isn't even that good has always had like double digit touchdowns. And I don't know, maybe Dobbs. Take Jordan Love, made, he made some throws this week. I hope so. He's a quarterback. Mm. 19 that points. Dad Impressive. Thanks. The other one I, I want to shout out also is like, if you, for this week only along the lines of Rams running backs, not very exciting, but and only for this week. And then you cut him with Trent and Irwin because T Higgins is not going to play. Yeah. It's not fun, but it's like, if you had to pick someone in, but he's just like kind of the T Higgins when T Higgins isn't there. And then pop Douglas who's on by, but yep. you know, we you mention him every week. DK just favorite. goes out and has, Double-digit fantasy points. No big deal. Um, a couple other guys I want to mention here. A.T. Perry for the Saints. Looked like he be, he is the next man up if Michael Thomas misses time. I think Rashid Shahid too, if he's out there. But it's They're on like, by, but yes. Yeah, there's a chance, though, that Michael Thomas has a... I, I think uh, the coaches there said it was somewhat serious. We still don't know exactly the deal. So, so pay attention to that. If Michael Thomas is going to miss extended time... For Rashid Shahid, it's like if Jameis wins, if Derek Carr probably may not miss time, but if Derek Carr misses time, I think Rashid Shahid is a must add. Yeah. Like if Derek Carr at any point is announced as like a absence, the difference between Rashid Shahid being a deep threat for Derek Carr and being a deep threat for uh, Jameis Winston cannot be <laughs> right, overstated. Right. Uh, and then he's playing tonight, but Khalil Shakur for the Bills is another one to keep in mind. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. Think about all the stuff you can do now on Sundays after the Super Bowl's over. Adventurous activities. You need a Hyundai to get you there. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped for any adventure with features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive. You can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. All right, DK, give me number one tight end for week 11 waivers. Well, obviously, if Trey McBride is out there, go grab him. He's over the uh, limit for us. But, man, I guess I'm going to go with Luke Musgrave for the Packers. 
It came down to a couple guys, but Luke Musgrave, just because he has explosive potential more than some of these other guys. Like he had two catches for 64 yards this last week. So he can go deep. I went with him as well. He had 64 yards last week. He's basically, he's come on a little bit in the last month. For the last five games, he's had either 50 plus yards or four catches. So it's just Jordan Love. Like if Jordan Love can kind of figure it out, they're playing the Chargers. Again, a really uh, exploitable pass defense. So I went with Musgrave. It's weird. It's cheating because Pat Fryermuth is available. Like he probably is returning for Week Eleven, but also that's not cheating. I, I, he was on this list, and I did not select him. You can have him if you want. <laughs> Craig's so all right. Screw it. I'll Craig take Patty Fryermuth. Yeah, screw it. I, nobody can has more than forty yards a game in this offense. There's if you, no if you're adding to the another player. Of the field either. Yeah, that's because Patty Fry's been hurt. I, I guess. guess, man. I mean, George Pickens, forty-five <laughs> yards, leading receiver on four targets. The, the Steelers don't want to throw the ball. I mean, they want to throw the ball to lumbering white tight ends. It's like in their DNA. I fits is going all in on Patty Fries. It's going to die on the Patty Fries hill. They're playing the Browns this week. Patty Fries will persevere. Heifetz right. can't come off Patty Fries now. It's too late. He's too dug in. So you're taking Patty Fries, which is great because that means that DK, the loser amongst us in this trivia matchup, is probably just going to get Michael Mayer, which I'm fine with. Showdown time. You guys showed Luke Musgrave. Oh, okay. It's the wrong again. Luke Musgrave. Showdown time. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> wow. The reverb. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's so sick. All right. This is from Caleb. 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 Williams? Our boy? <laughs> Our boy, Caleb? What's he doing? Took another L this week. <laughs> Craig's so Ducks. hard on him. Jeez, man. Caleb says, I'm a nurse who works at a hospital that uses a charting software. You know, you okay. can put information for patients. Mm-hmm. How many different ways are there for me to input to describe a patient's urine? <laughs> Whoa. Like the what color? What a great question. Like you click on it, the drop-down menu. How many options are in the drop-down menu to describe the urine of a patient? Interesting. I, I DK, thought this you, was the best question in a while of like, uh, wow, I have never thought about that. DK, how many could you rattle off, you think? Like, how many colors? How many... How many descri- well, I, is it just colors? I don't think it just has to be colors. Smells, <laughs> levels of things. It's pungent. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Zero. I don't even know where to start with this. Bloody? Zero. That, Bloody. You, okay, Ooh, that's, that's the. I one. will rule out. There's no chance the answer is zero. No, no, Someone I'm not, wrote no, this whole Craig, email. I'm answering and, Craig's question of how, where, how many I could start with. I, you, I, I don't mean, even know come where on, to like start. varying levels of color: yellow, clear, bloody. <laughs> yeah, bloody. That's not good. <laughs> um. Wow. How many different t- things? Okay. To be clear, Hyphus, that wasn't my answer. I was just like, I didn't know where to start. Okay, that makes more sense. Also, I'm, while you guys think, I would like all the doctors and nurses to please email in at ringerfantasyfootball.gmail.com just explaining all these different states of urine because mm. I think this is, we you know, it's more. our bodies. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And, I, you know, we all can learn a little bit more. Quick side note here while we think. I was on a plane yesterday flying from Wi-Fi North Carolina. Work? Wi-Fi, I, I paid for the internet and I, I, I was able to watch football on the plane. I was thrilled. <sighs> there was an emergency on the plane. There was a medical emergency. And, the oh, pi- and I've never, it's something you only see, I feel like, in the movies. Uh, the pilot asked if there's anybody on board who's a medical professional, nurse, PA, doctor, whatever. And, you know, I was on a whatever normal sized plane, you know, probably like almost 200 people on the plane. We only had one person who worked in the medical field. And Liz and I, my wife and I were talking. We were like, does that feel like a high or low number that only one out of 200 work in the medical field? And I was just wondering, like, what percentage of people work in medicine or in the medical field? 
you know, one in 200, like, is that low or is that, does that sound right to you? It feels low. I could, I could yeah. rattle off. I, I know probably like 10 nurses right now, just like that I'm friends with. If it, you know what I mean? Like, it feels like there's a lot of people in the medical field for all the different levels. I know. Anyway, the person ended up being fine. It, everything was okay, which is good. I thought you were going to go on a tangent about the color of your pee there. Because, uh, you know, you don't want to drink too much fluids when you're flying because then you have to get up every right. 10 minutes and go pee. So you're just like dried out like a raisin. You're drier than Kai's food. Dude, I know. I would have seen Killers of the Flower Moon and I felt so strategic. I'm like, how much liquid do I drink today? <laughs> This four hour you, movie. You yeah. legitimately have to treat it like a flight. I Googled, <laughs> I literally Googled when's the best time to pee during Killers of the Flower Moon. And it was super helpful. Oh, Reddit, really? I wouldn't pee no matter what. I, I I don't pee during movies. I will hold it. But like at that point, what is this? 340 runtime? I'll time? hold it forever. Like, yeah. The first last hour, like I, it will be hard for me to enjoy the final if I have to pee for an hour. Yeah, like it's just all I think about. It's like I'd rather just not. So anyway, luckily, you know, Reddit threads are just like, hey, it's. And there was an answer. Was you know what they should do? Each theater should have its own private bathroom. And then when you go into that bathroom, the, the movie is playing. playing in the bathroom. Oh, that's brilliant. That's um an incredibly specific, thoughtful, and extremely not cost-effective option, but that would solve <laughs> the entire problem. I don't that's know. Fair. One bathroom per theater? Is that ridiculous? I'm I mean, Russell scientist. Wilson has like 20 bathrooms in his house. <laughs> He's just making a movie theater. Oh, does he have one in his theater? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. I ever told you guys that in Fort Myers, there's like this um, bar that I've gone to that like they just have Kenny Powers uh, playing on a loop in the bathroom. And I'm like, why doesn't every bathroom have Kenny mm. Powers playing on a loop? Good point. I it's love incredible. a TV in a bathroom. Big fan. If I'm ever, if I ever have the, the you know, a Russell Wilson like house, I'm going to put a TV the, in there. The, right, anyway, uh, you guys got to answer the question about the urine and how many cuts. Dude, the, there oh, yeah, right. Real quick, real quick. The bathrooms in uh, Indianapolis, where we go for the combine, uh, uh, what's the place called? Hype. It's the Indianapolis? No, the bar that we the go convention to. Convention center? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, their bathroom has like TVs right in front of the urinals. I'm like, cool, it, cool in concept. You can't watch a TV when it's like three inches from your face, though, and you're trying to piss. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's well, right in your face. If you're three inches. If, if you're like eight inches away, tons of rats. <laughs> yeah, that's really Craig's, really well dad, Craig's dad's famous joke. He's like, oh, this water's cold. Yeah. If you're ever in deep. a urinal. Yeah. <laughs> and just, just after about three seconds of PM, just be like, this water's cold. <laughs> let that, let that marinate for about four seconds and then go and deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best. Oh boy. Anyway. Um, um, yeah. Let's do the trivia. Okay. What, How what many ways to again? describe urine? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. How many options are there to describe urine? All right. I, I think, I, I guess I have an answer. Yeah, me too. Three, two, one, go. 28. Eight. eight. 28? 28. That's a lot. Now I'm thinking it might be more than eight. <laughs> the answer is 24. Wow. Good yes. job, Craig. 24 wow. ways that pee can look or smell, I guess. Wow. Caleb actually attached... A lot of the. Uh, oh the my God, please read them. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Okay. The 24 ways that P can look clear, clots, cloudy, concentrated, frothy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mucus threads, odorous, Ooh. sediment, stone, plurals, like stones, uh-huh. bright, dark, light. This sounds like beer now. Bright, dark, light. So, amber, like, you can blue, select brown, green, orange, these. pink, red, straw colored. Yeah. Tea colored, yellow, clear yellow, without foul odor. It's like a bunch tea of beer colored? crayon colors in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> P 
pink, pink, red, straw colored, tea colored sounds like crayons. Wow. Wow. Which one is the, sounds the most alarming? Frothy? Froth mucus threats. <laughs> Frothy sounds like your pee has rabies. God. <laughs> I think it has to be like sediment, stone, right? Because stone, it's like, I don't want a kidney stone. Yeah, those things are not TK, fun. TK, you've had a kidney stone. Yeah, not fun. Don't well, rec- I guess if it's don't recommend urine, it. It's fine. You don't recommend it? Mm-mm. All right, I'll cancel my plans. <laughs> <laughs> Just drink a lot of water. You'll be fine. Uh, football. I don't remember what's going on. What are we so I get Luke Musgraves. You have Pat Fryer with Ivis. That's a sentence or a scorigami. That's a sentence scorigami right there. <laughs> oh man, frothy pee. That's probably way worse than mucus threads. Anyway, Luke Musgrave, he's mine. <laughs> <laughs> so DK, you're up. I'll take Michael Mayer then. Dude, he had a really nice touchdown catch. Michael Mayer is good and will be good. Yes. I just don't know if it'll Michael work out Mayer right now. Is the new th- for this season is the touchdown or bust tight end. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's going to have a really cool touchdown or not. And he's ba- like a much more fun, much more fun version of like how Mo Ali Cox was when they threw him the ball a lot. But I feel like that will define your, um, your happiness with Michael Mayer. But he is incredible to watch. I want to pull up my scouting report with him because like truly when I was watching him in college, he is like one of the best, if not the best jump ball tight ends like I've ever watched. It's insane. Uh, I said Mayer's built like a tank and plays like one, consistently outmuscling smaller defenders. He has good body control and coordination as a receiver and has a huge catch radius and extremely strong hands. I just love, like, it's always fun when it's like, he does the things that you saw in college and it's like going up and winning that ball is like, that's exactly why I love You also left him. out the best part that he's the Lord of the Rings berserker, which is exactly true with the ball in his hand from the Lord of the, the yeah, two the buildings. Urukai. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the two buildings movie. I realized that as I was watching that clip, like when he dives into the underneath the bridge, it's almost like diving into the end zone and then like, yeah, it's perfect. or not the bridge, but the the wall or whatever. Yeah. What's great about that comment, Heifetz, is that if people never listen to that episode, they think you're the idiot. <laughs> That's true. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Craig called it Lord of the Rings, the two buildings, but you're right. No, <laughs> people took that me. Did you see Craig someone movies, sent us like a movie poster <laughs> with like the two towers replaced <laughs> just by buildings. like buildings? <laughs> the two buildings. Also, oh, the thing about God. Lord of the Rings is my brother watched it on a plane the other day and he's like, if you just skip through the old Gollum stuff, which is incredibly boring and about the nature of man and corrupted by power, skip! The, the, the movie's half an hour. It's the best thing that's ever been made. It's just the fight scenes. Yeah, I do that, actually. Yeah, no one no one likes Gollum. Also, my absolute desperation, tight end flex play, if you, or like if you're like deep bad, Donald Parham Jr., Craig's nemesis. Gerald Ever got hurt again. Donald Parham. That's my like that's good dart one. throw. Wait, let me give one. Tanner Hudson. Yeah. Stop. Cincinnati Bengals. 12 targets last two weeks. T. Higgins is hurt. Unlikely to play. Thursday night against the Ravens. Jamar Chase is beat up. 12 targets last two weeks for Tanner Hudson. He's finally playing over, not finally like we were waiting for it, but he's playing over (laughs) Irv Smith. Long awaited turn. (laughs) Oh my God. He has finally usurped the great Irv Smith, um, who we've kind of all officially abandoned as being a thing. So yeah, Tanner Hudson's like, he's there once again, much like Ty Chandler on the Vikings. Like Tanner Hudson is there. And available, which is availability is the best ability. Twenty dollars if you guys can guess where Tanner Hudson played in college. Shepherd. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with um, Notre Dame College. Um, Elon University. <laughs> no, uh, Southern Arkansas. Is that in the the Rocket City League with the Trash Bandits? Yeah, the Southern Northern Division. They are D two, Great American Conference. That's the extent of what I know. Great. The Mule what? Riders. 
Southern Arkansas mule riders. It's them. That's, That's an all timer. I like wild. that. They just called it like it is. Mule riders. That's a mess. That's he's, crazy. He's 29 years old. Taylor Hudson's like a, a wily vet at this point. Is Irv Smith still somehow like 25? <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah. Irv Smith is 25. That's <laughs> sickening. He's been in the league for a decade. Defense uh, streamers this week. I think the Dolphins, if anyone dropped Miami because they were on bye, and they also they played the Chiefs then on bye, so if like, people dropped them, you might be able to ride the Dolphins till almost Christmas because they play this week the Raiders and Aiden O'Connell, who's a rookie. Then they play J- the Jets and Zach Wilson. Then they play Washington and Sam Howell. The Titans and Will Levis is a rookie. And then the Jets again with Zach Wilson. Like if the Dolphins are out there, you just take them the whole way. But if not, dude, the Washington defense against the Giants and Tommy DeVito. Oh my God. Like I just, this is a, <laughs> the most non-competitive freaking offense. And then if those aren't there, I mean, you could do like the Jaguars, which is pretty gross because they just give up 31 of the Niners. But the Jags are playing Will Levis and the Titans. And yeah, they're normally. Security is their thing. Very good. Yeah. But get the Dolphins if they're there. Quarterbacks. Honestly, there's only one. None of the teams run by this week are like you're playing. Let's shoot a two quarterback league. It's like, I hope Derek Carr and Gardner Minshew going on by and Mac Jones isn't hurting your quarterback situation. So the only guy is Josh Dobbs, baby. Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. Our favorite guy. Streaming him. Josh Dobbs has more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes this season. (laughs) Say that again. That's chill. Say that one more time. Josh Dobbs has more fantasy points than Mahomes this season. Why do we do this? What? I don't know. Now, in fairness, (laughs) he's played an extra game. Sure. I think what's worse is that he has like eight fewer points than Lamar Jackson and Justin Herbert in the same amount of games. Wow. Love it. Love it. Josh Dobbs. Late round quarterback is back. Not, not late round. Just just pick that. Josh Waiver Dobbs is the guy. Josh Dobbs is the guy that when the draft ends and you look at the quarterbacks available, you're like, oh, there's no one here. That's the new strategy. Just add those guys. Josh Dobbs is averaging four more points per game than Trevor Lawrence. Dobbs is, they're also on Sunday Night Football this week. It's going to be Vikings, Broncos on Sunday Night Football. By the way, is this, has it always been a thing where it it seems that teams who get the Monday night or Sunday night game the following week have another one? It's just the other night. Like the Chargers had back to back Sunday, then Monday. The Raiders are doing it now. And then now the Broncos are getting it where the Broncos are playing Monday night and then playing Sunday night next week. It's like they're all, they all get two in a row. Yeah, that's a good note. That's probably related to, I don't, there probably is an answer to this, but my guess off the top of my head would be like, it's related to ESPN softly demanding slash begging for a better Monday night football schedule. And it's probably related to me of like ESPN wanting a week to like ahead or after the game to just keep using the footage from their game. You know what I mean? Like keep putting those people on programming the rest of their content. I don't know. It's interesting though. Yeah, it's just been weird. It's like every time, if there's a bad Sunday night game, odds are one of those two teams is playing the following Monday night. All right, Dobbs, baby, at quarterback. Um, All right, Kai's guys. Kai is now (laughs) picking waivers and who wins are, you know, whoever scores the most points in the players we do these episodes. If Kai doesn't pick the right person, then he has to eat something exotic that he's never had before, like mac and cheese or whatever, all the crazy (laughs) stuff that Kai doesn't eat. This week, Kai, you're going to have to eat the mac and cheese. Yeah, that's tough. So far, you're one and oh, right? I'm one and one. He lost last week, but we waited, Craig, for you. So That's mac right. and cheese incoming. There's nothing I can do to avoid that one. But I live to fight another day this week because I chose Heifetz and he had uh, Keaton Mitchell, Noah Brown, and Taysom Hill combined for 37.1 half PPR fantasy points. Nice week. DK had Zach Charbonnet, Demario Douglas, Kate Otten for 21.6, and Craig had Antonio Gibson, Quentin Johnston, Go Frogs, John o. Smith for 26. Oh, I got so close. <laughs> Almost got me with the Quentin Johnson catnip too. So we'll see if I, 
I avoid that this week. Um, I can't believe I lost even with Antonio Gibson's big day. Dude. Close, but no Mac I and will cheese. say my math skills, not my best uh, feature. So, you know, if, <laughs> if I'm wrong here, please feel free to email in or whatever. Kai, you know, if we find out you're fudging the numbers on this, we're going to make you eat fudge. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. It's good. I'm not, not purposefully, at least, but I'm pretty certain <laughs> I checked the numbers. But again, math, not my strong suit in any way, shape, or form, even less so than Do you food. like fudge? Have you had fudge? I like fudge. Uh, again, chocolate and, and candy like and sweets. Fudge. That's that's my That's bag. like, his, he's like Elf. He's like the buddy of the Elf's main food groups. <laughs> Syrup, candy cane, candy corn. <laughs> candy corn. <laughs> um. So this week we've got, DK, you've got Keaton Mitchell, Noah Brown, Michael Mayer. Oh, that's good. High fits. You have Ty Chandler, Brandon Cooks, and Patty Fries. Craig, you have Zach Charbonnet, Quinn Johnson again. I love it. Go Frogs. Luke Musgrave. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm going with High fits. Wow. I would have gone DK. I'm going to start rooting against my own players. <laughs> I really hope High fits loses because of Fryermuth or wins, you know, because he's just dying on the Fryermuth hill. So on the Thursday show this week for Friendsgiving, Kai will be eating mac and cheese. I'm two for three on Kai's guys, though. Honestly, there's. There's a universe where this is like I'm 0 for 3 and I'm just down bad struggling. Yeah. Kai's going to be in therapy being like, I had mac and cheese on Thanksgiving and I've never gotten over it. I love that he's actually, he's sweating out his picks. 100%. It's great. 100%. He's like, fuck. Like, again, checking (laughs) my fantasy teams and then checking this at similar times. Like, please, God. Like when I saw, who was it this week? It was, uh, I was playing against Noah Brown. But I was also like, come on, like let's let's do something here. <laughs> Not too much, yeah. but let's keep it going. <laughs> we'll we'll figure out how to get, we're gonna need to figure out when to give Kai the mac and cheese. It's just this is it's too good. I've bought it for anyone who thinks that I'm captain Great. and I got it. You'll you'll be eating it on Thursday, so prepare. All right. Thank you, Kai. You guys wanna do a couple emails? Yeah. No. I mean the mispronouncing words, just the gift that keeps on giving. What do we got? Um we got one from James. James. Jimmy. James wrote my mom, or sorry, his mother-in-law had a trip to Louisiana and they were like, oh, that's fun. Did you eat anything good? She was like, I love the beige nuts. Like beige nuts. Yeah, the beige nuts. Like you mean beignets? <laughs> beige nuts. Um, that's good. That's, wow. That's, that's really good. Email from Billy. Billy. Bill. William. Growing up, I spent a lot of time with my mother in the kitchen. She's a lovely lady. But whenever we used cumin, oh no, my mom would refer to it as cumin. Wow, <laughs> you got to move out. <laughs> got to get out of there. Change your yeah, change life. I mean, well, would the, the the first time she said it, wouldn't you be like, "Mom, it's cumin." He was probably six. He thought that was right. Oh, so he grew up thinking it was cumin. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cumin. Put a sprinkle of cumin. Mom needs that cumin. So Jesus. Billy writes, so naturally, so I thought it was pronounced. I know, it's Fast Just forward Jesus. years later, oh, making dinner with my wife. Oh, no. Ask her to pass the cumin. What? <laughs> I'm always so surprised that these words don't come up in, yeah. in the real world, you know? That he never heard, even though I believe, I don't know if it's cumin or cumin. I've heard both pronunciations. Both make me uncomfortable. Let's change the word. It should just be called like taco powder because that's what I, ta- it just smells like tacos. When you smell cumin, you think of Mexican powder. food. Yeah. Smoky powder. Yeah. 
cumin. Cumin. I feel like cumin. I don't like either of those. I think it's cumin. I'm glad the three white guys decided what cumin should be called. Well, you know. I, I mean, honestly, just keep it as cumin. That's pretty good. <laughs> cumin is <laughs> good, actually. Cumin. <laughs> I mean, it, it does look like cumin. Does it? Put a little apostrophe on the end. Cumin. It looks a little. It looks a little too frothy to be coming. <laughs> ropes. How many ways Mucus are there to ropes. describe? Should this be our like first business opportunity? Like we just fantasy football branded cumin. By the so way, like, mucus ropes is probably one of the grosser terms I've ever heard. <laughs> TK, that's just like so wild. That you just said that. I just always think about uh, <laughs> going back to binge mode. The binge mode days. Mal and Jason talking about. Uh, when they're doing the Patronus, just shooting ropes out of their wand. <laughs> I just can't watch Harry Potter anymore without thinking that. Shooting ropes out of the old Patronus wand. <laughs> just like pulsating. Wow, wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've lost it. This is the all-time moment on the, on that episode or on that podcast. Anyway, for the people who have been shooting ropes, we got more songs that put babies to sleep. <laughs> oh, we did. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Actually. So we got an email from Brad. Brad. Who said that Brad. the best information this podcast has ever given out is that Misty Mountains, the song from The Hobbits, puts kids to sleep. Which again, PSA, if you don't know and you have a child, that Misty Mountains by The Hobbits puts kids to sleep. We're excited. By our research, 60 to 75% of the people who try it, it works. Yeah. Brad has said that we actually found an even better song, which is The Parting Glass by the Wellerman. There are a lot of options. It's the parting glass by the Wellerman. And he says, no joke. It's more effective than Misty Mountains. An Irish folk song, I believe. It's it's just a ton of harmonizing. It's, it's a little bit, I do get it. It's kind of mesmerizing to listen to. Rocks him to sleep. So they have another song, the Wellerman, called Misty Mountains. Oh. Wow. I wonder if this is how he found it. Was Misty Mountains by the Wellerman? Because that would be like, you know, really short mystery we've got here. Sounds almost identical. Maybe it's the same band. Craig's got nothing. I had nothing either. I just, all right, cool. Look, I've never seen those movies. How can I comment no. on Misty Mountain? I don't have a kid. I've never seen Lord of the Rings. The yeah, the two buildings. Yeah, no. Is it from the Hobbit movies or is it from the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, the Hobbits when there was only one building. <laughs> all right. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Kai, for producing this episode. Thank you, Jack, for helping behind the scenes. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren. Thank you, the Wellerman, for putting babies to sleep. Appreciate it. I told you guys about how I saw an Instagram post of a person talking about the Misty Mountain song and how it's working on her baby. And it had like 200,000 likes or something like that. So this is sweeping the nation. All right. Goodbye, everyone. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, one 800 522 
1-877-770-7700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.